Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Uh, also, before we get started, I want to encourage you to pick up your copy of Speed Trap. It's my latest full-length superhero comedy novel with a massive team-up powerhouse and all the other uh, characters we've created so far. Pick up your copy of Speed Trap, available in the Kindle store or as an audiobook or a paperback. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Superman, the original air date. April the 29th of 1948. This is the Crossword Puzzle Mystery Part 11, and look for a double episode on Wednesday, but here now is the crossword puzzle mystery. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with Superman unaware of their predicament... Lois Lane and Horatio Horn are trapped behind a boulder in a small mountain clearing as two armed men climb up the rocks toward them. Come on, Herbie! Come up and finish them off! Okay, Pete, lead the way. Good heavens, Horatio. What'll we do? There's nothing we can do, Miss Lane. I'm afraid it's all up with us now. Gang, ever hear the phrase, skin deep? Why, sure you have. Many's the time you've sized up a fellow by saying, oh, he's not as tough as he makes out. That big talk, it's only skin deep. Well, skin deep is just another way of saying it's not important, or it's only on the surface. Doesn't show what's going on down deep. For instance, when a so-called friend of yours doesn't come through in a pinch, or turns out to be a fair-weather friend, well, it's pretty safe to say his loyalty is just skin deep. Only things that are unimportant are described that way. That's why it's so right to say that a person's color is only skin deep. It doesn't tell you a thing about what goes on beneath the surface, underneath the yellow or black or white skin. For I'm sure you all know that a person's color has nothing to do with his character or courage or friendliness. So when you know a person's color, in other words, when you know whether he has more carotene or melanin in his skin, what you know only goes skin deep. Nowadays, while you're having spring training, it's easy enough to skin your knees. Sliding into base can do it fast enough. Well, a brown boy who slides into first base, and a yellow boy who slides into first, and a white boy who slides. They all have the same red skin spot on their knees when they skin it. They all hurt just exactly the same, too. So remember that skin color, as well as beauty, is only skin deep. And that whoever judges people on the basis of outward appearances is not only unjust, but also often sadly mistaken. And now, the adventures of Superman! Taken forcibly from a little mining town where they were on the trail of a big story, 
Lois Lane, reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet, and Horatio Horn, rural correspondent, were brought to a secret mountain cave. Then, during the absence of Hurley, leader of the mysterious band, Lois and Horn escaped from the cave and knocked out Frosty Ketchell, their guard. But before they could leave the boulder-strewn clearing, Hurley and one of his men returned and opened fire on them. As we join them now, Lois and Horn are crouched behind a tall rock where Hurley and his confederate Pete pour a withering rifle fire at their hiding place from the little clearing below. Oh, by Gulliver, this is a tight spot, Miss Lena. That ratio is putting it mildly. Hey, you two. Come out now with your hands high and we'll blast you out from behind that rock. Oh, dear. Don't what move, a... Miss Lane. Come on out here and nothing will happen to you. Don't believe him, Miss Lane. He intends to finish us. I know. He made that clear before. Okay, you back your chance. Come on, Pete. We'll climb up there and finish it. Horatio, they're coming for us. Yes, I, I know. Well, isn't there something we can do? Nothing I can think of. Good heavens. Horatio, you've got a gun. Oh, no, Miss Lane. I, I never carry firearms. But you have. Look, there's a rifle in your hand. Huh? Well, why, so it is, by Gulliver. Now, wherever did I get this? It's Frosty Ketchell's rifle. You knocked him out with it, remember? Uh, yes, so I did. I, I must have brought it along with me. Well, don't just look at it. Shoot at them. Shoot? Uh, uh, oh, 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 yes, yes, shoot. But, but, but I've never handled firearms before, Miss Lane. My correspondence course, uh, scientific crime detection, you know, didn't teach us how to shoot guns. Look out! You're pointing it right at me. Oh, dear me, sorry. Now, how does this... <gasps> Great Jehoshaphat, what happened? You... Hey, they got a gun, Pull the truck. Get down Give them another shot, Horatio. But be careful to shoot at them this time. Yes, yes, all right, Miss Lane. I, 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 I'll aim right at the rascal. Keep down, Horatio, or then... Look out, Horatio! Oh, dear me, they almost hit me. Good heavens, you almost blew our feet off that time. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't realize... Give me that gun. Here you are, Miss Lane. Do you know how to handle firearms? Not really, but at least I know enough to point the gun away from us. Well, I... I never liked firearms, and there wasn't anything about them in the course I took from the famous correspondence school in Detective Institute. Let them have it, Pete. I can just get one shot near them and drive them back. Be careful, Miss Lane. Here goes. Stop, Pete. They're getting close. Why? Why, I hit right near them, Horatio. Good for you, Miss Lane. Look, look, they're running back down to the clearing. Why, run, you rascals, or we'll blow you to bits. <laughs> look at them dive down behind the rocks. Say, you're a regular Annie Oakley, Miss Lane. You saved our lives. I was just lucky, Horatio, but I'm afraid our luck has run out. Well, what do you mean? You hear that? We're out of ammunition. Oh, no. Yes. If Hurley and his playmate decide to come up here for us again, we're, we're really done for this time. Oh, dear me. But but you scared them. Maybe maybe they'll go away now. Don't kid yourself, Horatio. They won't. Well, look out. Look out. They're firing at us again. Yes. And when they don't get any answering fire from us, they're going to come and get us. Now, wait. The sun is almost down now. Maybe as soon as it's dark, we can get... Oh, forget it, Horatio. With no more bullets to drive them off. We're just a pair of sitting ducks. Yes. Dead ducks, I'm afraid. Their last hope gone, Lois Lane and Horatio Horn wait helplessly behind the boulder. As the great ball of the sun sinks below the purple mountain... Deepening shadows close in around the little hidden clearing. But 
Meanwhile, Superman has streaked back from Metropolis to the little mining town of Moundville. And once more in his guise of reporter Clark Kent, has hurried to join cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and Sheriff Withers, who tells him of his unsuccessful search of the mountains for Lois and Horatio Horn. Yep, I took a posse far as the mountains, Mr. Kent, but I couldn't find hiding a hair of Miss Lane or Mr. Horn. Nor for that barman Frosty Catchell, neither. Uh-huh. Holly, what are we going to do, Mr. Kent? We're going to find Lois and Horatio, Jim, and I think I know how. Well, you do. Yes, but I need your help, Sheriff Withers. Anything you say, Mr. Kent, what can I do? First, tell me this, Sheriff. Is there a gold mine somewhere near here that's being worked now? Why, sure, the Star Plaza. What about it? Well, if the theory I worked out is right, and I'm practically certain it is... The gang that abducted Miss Lane and Horatio Horn are planning to hijack a gold shipment from that mine. What? Are you serious, Mr. Kent? Yes, I figure Miss Lane and Horatio must have learned about their operations and plans and came to Moundville to get the story, which is why Frosty Ketchell and his gang grabbed them and took them away. Uh, just a minute, Olson. Who told you this, Mr. Kent? No one, Sheriff. It's just straight reasoning, plus what I learned from those crossword puzzles. Crossword puzzles? That's right. Now, look. Oh, I don't we... get it. Neither do I. Listen, Mr. Look, Kent. I'll I... explain everything later, Sheriff. Right now, we've got work to do. Where's the big boss of the Star Placer Mine? Is he in office here in Moundville? Yeah, he's up at the mine right now. They're going to make a big gold shipment tonight. Tonight? Great Scott, we haven't much time then. Come on. Huh? No, no, hold on, Mr. Kent. There's no moment to waste, Sheriff. Tonight's shipment must be the one the gang is planning to hijack. And grabbing that gang is our only way to find Miss Lane and Horatio Horn. So come on, show me where that mine is. Seizing Sheriff Withers' arm, Clark Kent hurries him from his office and into his waiting car. Followed by the excited Jimmy Olsen. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Hey, Rube. Ever hear that gang? It's the shout that goes up in circuses and carnivals whenever there's trouble on the way. Like, for instance, when a fresh guy and a circus fan take a few pokes at each other on the fairway. The manager runs over to break it up. Well, soon the juggler starts to mix it up with a fresh guy, too. Then suddenly the magician spots the fight. He looks around, sees the situation brewing, and then shouts, Hey, Rube! Well, that's all, brother. In a flash, the whole carnival has changed. From every booth and sideshow, the circus folk come on the run. Well, that cry is circus lingo for trouble, come and help. And to circus people all over America, there's nothing more important than a Hey, Rube. You see, gang, circus people know what it means to work as a team. That's how they protect themselves from danger. For example, the aerialist who flies through the air must be caught by the other half of his team or he will die. That's how teamwork keeps circus folk alive. And that's why when any one of the circus people gets into trouble, everybody gets in the fight. As soon as the yell, Hey Rube, echoes over the sawdust, there's no holding them back. All for one and one for all. Well, gang, that's how all Americans should be. When a fellow American is treated unfairly for any reason, it's not enough to let him fight it out alone. His hey, Rube, means trouble for everybody and should bring us all running, ready to get into the scrap and mix it up but good. Because in unity there is strength. United, we can't be beaten. So let's stop the petty and tolerant bickering among ourselves and work together like a smooth-running team should. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Darkness is closing in over the lonely desert, and the thin crescent of a moon is rising. Outside the operations shack of the Star Placer Mine, a small group of men are waiting beside a mound of bulky sacks. Far below, from the direction of Moundville, a line of six big trucks is lumbering up the rutted desert road to the mine. Off to one side, 
his keen glance sweeping the desert and nearby mountains, Hark Kent stands with Sheriff Withers and Jimmy Olsen. Well, them trucks down there are coming up here to take the gold shipment out, Mr. Kent. I know, Sheriff. Now, the hijackers must be somewhere nearby. Can't understand why I haven't been able to find them. Well, if you're right about the hijackers, they must be holed up in some good hiding place around here. That's right. I covered all this territory for miles around, and I certainly would have seen them. And Lois and Horatio, too, if they were anywhere else. What do you mean, you certainly would have seen them? Oh, well, well, I... I, What I want to know is, how come you're so sure Miss Lane and Mr. Horn were grabbed by hijackers, Mr. Ken? And what makes you think they're going to hijack this gold shipment tonight? Yeah, I'd like to know that, too. I told you, I'll explain everything later. There's no sign of our hijacking friends yet. And I don't think there will be. Oh, there will be, all right. You'll either strike right here or somewhere along the route. When they do, I'll find out what they did with Lois and Horatio. Gee whiz, I sure hope so. Don't you worry, Jimmy, I will. The only thing that worries me is that... that I may be too late to... to save their lives. And Superman may very well be too late. Because at this moment, as he waits several miles away at the mine, Early and Pete are beginning a cautious climb toward the large boulder behind which Lois Lane and Horatio Horn are hiding. Can't see us to shoot at now, Pete. We'll get rid of them reporters. Then we won't have nothing to worry about. Now we'll have to make it fast, Early. Trucks will be along pretty soon. They won't be along for another hour or two. Have to load up at the mine first, you know. Yeah, I know, but I got everything timed just right. We'll finish these two reporters, then join the boys at the head of the trail. Take it easy now. We're getting close to where they are. Early and Peter coming for us, Miss Lane. I, I can hear them. So can I. Well, Horatio, I, I guess this is the end for us. Closer, Hurley and his murderous confederate come. And closer. While Superman, only a few miles away, is still unaware of his friend's great peril. How will the Man of Steel discover the danger to his two friends in time to save them from the murderous Hurley? We'll find out in tomorrow's Thrill-A-Minute episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Don't fail to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 12 of the exciting crossword puzzle mystery on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.